Hello and welcome to the Excellence for Everyone podcast where we will be giving you a sneak peek at the inner workings of K2. And we are so excited to share these with you through the remarkable experiences of our talented K2 family. I am your host, Lydia Rafferty, and I am the social media specialist here at K2. So today I have two extremely special guests. I have got Taryn Whitfield and Helen Squibb. How are you guys doing? Good, Very thank well. you. So excited to have you here and thank you for joining me. I'm really excited for this one because I just, I can't wait to learn about what you guys do. It sounds really interesting and such a broad spectrum of incredible things. So before we get started, I would like to know a little bit more about you. So how long have you been at K2? What are your titles? And what was your experience like before you came to join the K2 family? Go on, Taryn, you kick off. I'll kick off, Helen. Thank you. Uh, I'm Taryn Whitfield, and I have been with the K2 family for almost 11 years now. So um, uh, some days it feels like, you know, I've literally just started, and other days I uh, it feel like I've been here for an extraordinarily long period of time, just given the changes and uh, the growth of K2 during that time. Uh, my experience is predominantly uh, working with financial services and FMCG industries and organizations. And my roles prior to joining K2 were uh, in-house global mobility uh, and some consulting work. And uh, within sort of EMEA teams, um, managing a program globally for one of the um, the FMCG organizations. 11 years, that's that's amazing. I can imagine you've seen such incredible growth and changes within K2 as well. Huge change in K2, yeah. It's been, um, it's been a journey and uh, absolutely inspiring to see where we are today. Uh, over to you, Helen, do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, thank you. Well, so I followed a very similar path to Taryn. I was a corporate um, doing global mobility in-house and a consultant, an independent consultant, and then uh, round about ooh, it was 2015, I think I found myself working with the K2 family, particularly because I have known uh, Taryn and Julie, another member of our advisory team, for a long time now. Um, so I've been working with K2 uh, since 2015, and yeah, what a change. It's been so different, and it's very exciting, and I've had some real challenges along the way within K2. I've done some things that I've not had to tackle before so it's been really interesting really interesting i know a little bit more about those challenges uh, no no, no <laughs> yes of course yeah um, you know we'll we'll no. go through we'll go you know i'm sure some of those we'll will dig come into out. those we'll, we'll, we'll dig, we'll dig into, into those okay i love it Te a teaser i'm ready for it i'm excited that's awesome so um before we get into it i want to know a little bit more about the advisory team but obviously you just mentioned that there's not just you two in the advisory team who else is within um, the team as well well so there's us two and Julie Harrington, um, who started advisory with Taryn many, all those many years ago when they, you must have only been about 12 Absolutely. at the time then, clearly. <laughs> um, and also we've got one of our colleagues called Deborah, Deborah Murphy. She's actually uh, lives up in the north of England. Um, so we don't get to see her in person much, but, you know, the power of uh, teams and things like that. So there's there's. There's four of us within advisory. We all have a very similar background, I think, maybe working for a different range of organizations as well. So we bring bring that experience together. Okay, so then let's get into the nitty gritty. We're going to ask you the really big question. Uh-oh. What exactly is the advisory services? Brilliant. I'm looking at Taryn because we, <laughs> we were trying to work this out and it's very difficult to be succinct. Of so Taryn, what is advisory? <laughs> what is advisory? 
Well, we're going to dip in and out of these together. But I would say um, advisory is broad. You know, it covers, I guess, all, you know, the sort of the all eventualities around the global mobility um, space. But for me, it's really around key three key things. And I think those really then encompass everything that we do. So one is around really helping our clients and organizations with some of their strategic um, thinking and the strategy around what their mobility program looks like and what that means to their business. Um, and then really how they execute that strategy. So, you know, how they deliver some of the processes, the policies, et cetera, um, that they deliver uh, internally. And, and then really the planning that goes alongside um, that execution. So there's a huge opportunity, you know, for, for anyone really within mobility to, uh, to focus on planning. Sometimes that's at the forefront um, for other organizations. That's not a big focus and it probably needs to be, whether that's, you know, from a compliance perspective. So we're thinking immigration tax, et cetera, or some of the other planning opportunity, particularly for some of the senior moves that, uh, you know, that they manage. No, I think that's fairly comprehensive. Helen, well you want to Thank add you. to that? That's, it's such a broad spectrum. It must be something different every single day when you come to work. I think that's what we love, don't we? Is that, and Helen just alluded to the fact that, you know, working with K2, she's done things and been involved in projects that uh, she hasn't Not had the opportunity before. Yeah. to before. And Helen has some extensive mobility consulting and in-house experience. So that really that's is saying That's a nice something. way of Taryn, Taryn saying you're old. <laughs> Um, I got that. I got that. But no, it's it's true, isn't it? We, we've tackled some very different things. Um, I mean, there's a lot of the strategic and the policy approach. Um, I've process mapped more times than I care to mention. You're good at it. Um, but I, I do love a spreadsheet, it has to be oh. said. So, But also, I think we are all quite project-based. Okay. We like projects. We like starting and finishing projects. And I think that that's where advisory comes in, in terms of it tends to be more short-term it does if there it is does. Such a word. but i think the um the variety is what we love as you say lydia you know it just touches on so many elements and i think in the advisory capacity you have the opportunity uh or we've you know we've certainly had the opportunity to to hopefully make a difference you know to some of the clients that we've worked with if that's just sort of setting them up for success within their organizations helping them with things like you know, creating and submitting business cases uh, to get the support that they needed. So it's not always around some of the deliverables, you know, the policy process deliverables that we that we um, that we actually, you know, do within the, the, the work that we're engaged to do. So I guess then that kind of covers why it's so essential because you're giving so much value to the clients. It's giving you different, it's giving them different components to help make their global mobility and their mobility moves better. And I guess, would you say that's why it's so valuable to our clients? Yeah, I think uh, if we think back to, you know, certainly at K2, the birth of advisory or how we came about, how we started all those years, 10, you know, a decade ago, really. Um, and it was uh, like, most things that that we've um, we've implemented at K two or services that we've uh, that we have is it was in response to what clients were asking us. So they wanted help with you know a range of things. Some of it was around policy development. Some had existing programs that they wanted to review. Others had absolutely nothing in place, and they could see that you know they were going to have. Um, um, volumes of moves coming through in the future and wanted to be prepared. So it really was in response to a couple of uh, of key clients 
asking for help and reaching out. And, you know, we saw the opportunity, we spotted that, and uh, and hence advisory services uh, was yeah, born. Yeah, and, and I think the thing is, with the four of us, we have all sat on their side of the table. We've all done an in-house role. And so we understand the pressures, the stakeholders, the timelines, we get it. And so we're able to go back to our clients and pull it together. Um, and that's not to say the team within K2 aren't experiencing it, but they may be experiencing certain elements. I think advisory, we've just got maybe a, a, a wider spread um, of all of the different elements. And I think that uh, clients relate to that, don't they? I mean, we've had some recently some really good discussions with a client um, and they've just appreciated downloading their thoughts and, and bouncing ideas and having feedback from somebody that understands you know what their daily life is like so I think that there's lots you know very specific deliverables and the empathetic approach as well that that advisory can is provide that because it's personal touch isn't it as you guys have had very much ah, very bring much it back to the k2 motto well i know look at me being like good. That, <laughs> but it is just having you guys there is that's that's valuable as well because as you said you've you've been there and it's a lot of times when you're dealing with clients a lot of people kind of not knowing how it feels to be on the other side so that that's incredible that you can offer that knowledge and that advice to them as well and sometimes i think helen it's a, it's it's around to your point of you know having sat on 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 their side of the fence it's around you know asking the right questions or getting to the root cause of what some of their challenges or their issues or where the noise is coming from so it may not be that we always have the you know the answer or the fix uh, and it may not even be something that's within the scope of what we've been engaged to deliver for them i.e a policy or a process or whatever else it might be but we can ask the right questions quite often um, and help them to sort of get to what maybe that root cause is and then they can look at how you know how they'll tackle that and again that's conversation that we are able to have with them so sometimes it just provides that level of reassurance that they they're not in it on their own yeah and one of the um, wonderful things about working within k2 as opposed to other organizations i have worked for in the past is that people are very willing to share their experience their expertise so if we are talking to a client and they've got an immigration issue. I know exactly the people that I can go to and they will give us the time. The same with the relocation. Any aspect um, that K2 delivers, when I've called up a K2 colleague and said, this is my query, you know, can we help the client? There's always that willingness. And I haven't always found that in other organizations. So that's a joy to be part of that because you do really feel that you can, you know, you can be bringing it together. I think that's absolutely right, Helen. And I think, you know, if we think about how K2 has uh, it grown um, over the last decade, as we mentioned earlier, you know, we, we really do have those individuals now internally to lean on and to go to, uh, you know, whether it be expense management, immigration, assignment management, you know, all of the, the, the relocation. The experts and the, are there. The experts are there, absolutely, uh, and very willing. So it's not that we always have the answers because quite often we don't, but we know who, you know, we, we know the, the questions yeah, to course. ask and we know who to go to. Um, and there is that willingness, which is, which is fabulous. We do have that such a beautiful pool of incredible minds in K2 that do know their specific areas and things and it is great that we have that and then we can share that to the clients as well I think this I, I think you've kind of just covered my next question that I was going to ask you but um, I'm going to ask again 
So how does the advisory services benefit the clients improve their overall experiences? What have you found in the past has, has how it's, how has it improved? Yeah, it? that's an interesting, it's a great question, Lydia. I think, you know, we've talked a little bit about that, touched on a few things, but for me, uh, I think it's really around the, the objectivity that we can offer and that we bring. So, you know, we're, we're not part of the business, uh, or the you know the client organization and we have always you know said and we pride ourselves within advisory on being objective so you know often of course uh the organizations that we work with are already uh, and some are long-standing clients of k2 and we provide you know some relocation services and um and, and have been engaged with them o over a period of time other organizations, uh, and one I think of, you know, that we worked with a number of years ago, wasn't an existing client. We delivered a piece of advisory. Okay. In fact, they had, um, you know, another a partner that delivered their relocation services. But we could be very objective around, you know, what they required, the fit, the culture, uh, et cetera, of the organization. So I think that objectivity is something that we, you know, we really, uh, we really focus on. The other is around that trust, so building the trust um, yeah. and the relationship. And, and the third for me would really then be around, you know, the value that that enables and that we can we can then bring working in partnership with, uh, with our key contacts and with clients. Yeah, agree. Is there anything, no. anything you would add? Covered. That's really cool. I didn't realise that elements, we didn't yeah. specifically have to be a client for us. I didn't realise that we... Not at that's all. That's awesome. I didn't know Not that. Not at all. And that's, that's so often cool. an exciting opportunity because we then have, you know, we then have uh, the opportunity to develop that relationship. Of course. To be able to, you know, show what K2 can deliver. But, you know, if it's not the right time or uh, culturally, as I say, or, the, you know, just the model, whatever it might be, certainly in the past... Uh, 4k2 then you know then that's okay as well um and over time we continue to to um you know to uh develop that relationship um and who knows you know there may be an opportunity in the future it's all that really matters really is that the clients at the end of the day are getting the people moved and doing it in the best way physically possible so the fact that we can best way have, with yeah. the best experience exactly um you know and that sort of thing yeah yeah that's absolutely. all that's all you really want to do so going from that that it, it all sounds absolutely incredible and going into that then with the value that we've got and what we've um previously done have you got some examples for me where we've actually been able to contribute to solving some of the client's problems well i think helen you've got a great example of a client that you've recently worked with yeah so there was a recent client that we have onboarded to K2 services. Um, okay. And as part of advisory, one of my roles is helping with some of the implementation. And what that basically means oh, lovely. is getting um, everything straight so that we can deliver the best possible services, setting, setting it up for success. Um, Perfect. But the client that we uh, onboarded during this implementation, they were a fairly new organization, and their own internal processes, policies, and everything weren't finalized. So what that meant was that we had a very short implementation time, but we helped them all along the way. We gave them advice, we streamlined processes, we researched elements for them. We like to call it the implementation plus element, because more than just delivering process straight process handoffs templates we were able to create with them on the way and i think that they really appreciated us being agile and flexible to meet those needs so that was it was a very intense project um and it, you know it's still going to go on i'm still going to have a helping hand over the next couple of years as their 
program develops. And I think that's the thing, nothing stands still, and that's what we've seen within K2. And that means advisory can keep going back in to our existing clients and seeing what are the challenges. Just because we help to fix something doesn't mean it's always going to be you know, like mm-hmm. that. So and I think some of that value, Helen, was that you were so embedded in, the, in what they were achieving and, and, and doing. Yeah. But a little bit like we spoke about earlier, you, know, you could preempt and foresee and you appreciated some of the challenges um, that they were experiencing and coming yeah. across, just given your experience and the frustrations. And the frustrations. Yeah. So it was a real partnership, wasn't it? Of how yeah, can you, it was. It was, you know, above and beyond they, what you were they engaged were to do. They were very engaged as well. I think, it, you know, talking of partnerships, that really was a true partnership. And that, you know, that that's a really nice uh, opportunity to have within the business environment when you've, you're partnering your clients. You're not just seen as a sort of a vendor on the side. And I think that's a big difference with K2. Yep. That's, again, back to their... Absolutely. And I don't keep bringing it back. You've got to keep we bringing it back. Set them up, you knock them out. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it, oh, it, honestly, it sounds so interesting. Is there any space on the advisory team? Maybe I could uh, pop in. <laughs> I wouldn't have any knowledge oh, for it. There's, <laughs> our door's always open. It's always a jar. Anyway. Love that. But just going into that then. So obviously within K2, you also help as well. So we also deal with clients, but you have also helped with internal as well. So what things have you then helped implement into within the K2 family? Um, uh, well, a number of things, Lydia. I think, you know, if I think back over the years, there've just been so many opportunities to get involved in things that we've had going on internally uh, and to sort of, you know, just juggle that with our client uh, work, depending on, you know, resource and capacity and what it is that's needed uh, some support internally. So those are really great opportunities for us. Um, And just getting closer to the K2 business, you know, and the functions within K2 uh, and the regions even, you know, a lot of uh, what we've done has not just been specific to the UK business but um but globally and one of the things for me that springs to mind was uh the change of the conversation series so that was something that uh we talked about and really wanted to aim at the account managers uh internally within k2 in uh just supporting and helping them to to learn a bit more and uh you arranged sessions. different training sessions on different topics and got the specialist to deliver them yeah and the aim was really to help the account managers to you know to really understand um a bit more around some yep. of the challenges and the conversations etc that their hr and global mobility okay. contacts were having sitting on that other side of the fence uh, and being able to just really identify with some of the terminology okay. they were using some of the challenges piecing uh different you know things together so that they could spot mm-hmm. opportunities and that series evolved from i think initially it was about four um kept going and going yeah <laughs> Before we knew it. <laughs> and they were very There's a basic. box set if anybody wants to look them up, actually. <laughs> Are we streaming live on Netflix yeah, very soon? I hope so. That would be good. Well, be financially the good thing good. to say is that the next series, which we're, uh, we're, we're scoping out at the moment, uh, and we will call... Uh, creating the connections. Okay. Uh, I think Series Helen, two. you're managing that one. Yeah, so thank that you really for that. You threw that straight over at me there, didn't you? Yeah, so that, that's something. But another quick thing that um, I, internally uh, that we got involved with um, from a technology point of view. Um, so uh, there's a software system uh, run by Equus called APRO that a lot of our clients have. Okay. And we obviously have our own bespoke system called Ascent. And we worked, uh, I worked very closely anyway, on the API 
the yeah. um, pushing of information backwards and forwards. Okay. Um, did a lot of testing, um, called our global training manager on a Saturday morning in a blind panic when I thought I'd done something wrong to Ascent. <laughs> Luckily, I hadn't. Um, but that was really interesting. And um, we were able to use what little knowledge we have in technology with little knowledge we have in relocation and assignment management to pull it all together. So, um, and from that, I put together a little pack and a how-to and how to develop it. And, you know, we got proper user training. So that was something really very different. Not anything I'd expected to do um, a real challenge but you know very satisfying and then helpful because we rolled it out to several clients and you are now our advisory technology yeah which is person aren't you which is scary scary. (laughs) if if I'm the tech guru (laughs) within advisory no thank goodness we we have our own advisory detail there is no stone that is left unturned (laughs) thank goodness we have our own technology team within K2 Their door is always ajar, Helen. It, their door is always ajar. Oh, although we will never lose you. <laughs> <laughs> their door is always ajar, except when we turn up yeah. and it's firmly <laughs> shut. But yeah, there's a couple of examples of, you know, doing more internal facing things as opposed to client facing elements. No, that's really awesome. I believe also, Taryn, you did do some articles as well that we released on LinkedIn. That's about relationship and partnership, the advisory piece that we've got as well. That was also an external piece. Yeah, we've written a few uh, pieces of content, a few articles, uh, really just, you know, pulling on some of the, the, the examples of things that we've worked on experiences, experiences that we've yeah. had across the team uh you know just going mm. back to the the question you asked around you know some of the internal piece that we've been involved in one of the team julie you know spent a year and a half seconded out of advisory into the hr team at k2 so you know some real insight uh oh, wow. into uh you know our clients but also to k2 and it just really made sense to you know to write some of that up and uh, share that experience and um, both internally within within the organisation, but also you know externally, and uh, let our clients know what it is that we do and can do. Yeah, of course. And you guys have got so much knowledge. Share it. Sh- what is the word for saying? Knowledge is power. That's what we're after. We're knowledge we're is power. power. Yeah, that's aren't it. We? We're on a power yeah. grab. <laughs> or is that just me? That's just you, Helen. All right. Okay. <laughs> right. And then just quickly before we wrap things up, I can't believe how quickly this has gone. What do you think is the future of mobility? So have you heard any discussions or plans um, regarding its process um, and just what you really think it, it looks like? What is, what is the future for mobility? Oh, there's the, the question. big one, I know. Always end with a bang. I think crystal ball uh, exactly our crystal ball. I think there, there are a number of things, you know, that are spoken about, that have been written about, um, certainly after the last few years and the pandemic and, you know, what we're seeing is the focus. But I'll hand over to Helen in a second, but I think, you know, for me, there are a few things. One is around um, ensuring that we and and organizations, you know, mobility teams are flexible, that they're adaptable, they're responsive and and really agile, particularly given world events. Uh, and some of the things that we've, you know, we've seen and been a part of over the last few years. We never would have seen those things coming. So it is, it's vital. Absolutely. Yeah. So Not how do we review? How do we respond? How do we rem- maintain, you know, the the uh, the service to both the business uh, and and the employee experience? So that jumps out. Uh, I think Helen, you know, we t- we've talked to a number of clients and we're doing a piece of work you and I for a client at the moment around their D and I and. Um, and ESG. Yeah, absolutely. So we're seeing a lot more clients um, being responsive in the Global Mobility Forum that, you know, D 
DNI particularly probably has already been discussed in much more depth within the sort of human resources function, but global mobility is a niche element to that. And I think we are just catching up and we, you know, we have been working with a client, we've been looking at all of their policies, their communications. Um, and, you know, I think that that's, that's going to be at the forefront. And we're seeing, aren't we, in um, RFPs that come into K2, a lot more about the sustainability element and, and not just what K2 is doing, but what companies can do. So I think that's no surprise. And I would say finally, and I'm going to say it again, technology. <laughs> Look at me, little Miss Here Technology. Here we go, guru. The guru's um, back. But I, more and more clients want to streamline their processes, use technology as the enabler to to spend the time. I mean, that's what K2 does. We, we have the technology so that we can actually spend the time um, and dealing with people and take away some of the stresses of, of moving. But that's what clients want to see. They want to see the synergies and the streamlining. Um, and not just with us, but with all of the other specialists that go to make up the wonderful world that is global mobility, you know, tax and immigration, etc. So I think that, that should be, be our top three, I think. I would say yeah. we have a top three. Yeah. Those would be our top three. But I think it's important just to just to remember that, you know, although those are we're hearing a lot about them, they are a focus, um, they are forefront. You know, one of the things that we we remind ourselves with anything and everything that we're talking to clients about or that we're working on is making sure that, you know, we're not just sort of replicating what we do or what's out there. Um, and what is sort of, you know, hot on the press at the moment, if you like, but that it really is going back to what you said earlier, Lydia, it really is personal. So does it fit culturally, you know, within their organization and even the the D, the D&I and I and the, uh, the SG piece yep. that we're working on, Helen, you know, that is something that they're tailoring to ensure that it fits the culture of the organization. So that for us is really important, you know, that we get it um, working and fit for purpose within the the, the company that organization that, that specific organizations yeah yep. it's awesome i yeah. feel like i could sit here all day but unfortunately well we could i know as well. <laughs> uh, unfortunately once you get us started no it's, we could uh, bore for england no on stopping this. so interesting it honestly is and I, I feel like we'll have to do another one of these and get some part more two. details yeah part two yeah, more so about you're, the advisory you're back the on your series two box series Taryn, yeah. if you're not careful yeah <laughs> Or do the audiobook version as well. Maybe next time. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining me today. It really does mean a lot. And it's been so interesting. As I said, I genuinely could sit here and chat to you all day. And I've got it and it's coming to an end. But I would well, thank you for thank having you, us. Thank you very much for letting for us out of the advisory room. Yes, thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. And once again, thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you next time for the Excellence for Everyone podcast. See you then. Bye.